Hello and welcome to Babelfish, the podcast for non-believers. Humanists, three thinkers and atheists tell me their life stories. They share their challenges and the work they do for humanism and human rights. You can support Babelfish by donating money through tenor.dk. You'll find the link in the podcast description. It's up to you how much money you want to donate. It's your choice and I'll be grateful for any donations. Thank you. Welcome to Babelfish, uh, the podcast for non-believers. And I'm still in Cape Town talking to uh, Wolf. Maybe you can present yourself. Yes, my name is Dr. Wolf Linder. I'm 75 years old now. And um, I emigrated to South Africa, living here permanently since uh, 15 years. Um, that is what I'm doing at the moment. Nothing, just just enjoy, enjoying life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, coming back to my personal history, as I was mentioning before, when I was in my 14, 15 years old, I was quite religious and yeah. I was I had Latin anyway at school and I started to learn Greek because my aim was to become uh, a minister. And when I was 17, 18, um, then I started thinking. Uh, my thinking was much more science orientated than, yeah. than it was before. And I think I left church when I was 18 or 19 years old. In those days in Germany, I had to go to the court and we had to sign a document uh, for doing that. And I had a lot of discussions with my family about that, but I was never educated really religiously. religiously. Mm. I, I don't know why I had the ideas. Uh, no. I, my thinking was always to do something good. Mm. I was a Boy Scout as well. So those it things. was about doing good. Yeah. yeah. And I think uh, this was a chance. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in those days, as I said, I didn't think enough, uh, which has <laughs> hopefully changed when you are, have reached the age which I have, yeah. I have reached. Okay, this is, um, I was not really at all active in Germany when I was living in Germany in, in uh, the humanist in movements or uh, in atheist groups. Um, I was a little bit involved, involved in, in politics. I was a counselor and uh, this and that. I had my own law company. So I was quite busy. So uh, this was not what I was doing in Germany. I had only one experience in my life in connection with religion. This was after I had passed my first exam in law at the university in Frankfurt. You are going to be articled for three years to different places uh, how to, where you are trained to be a judge or to be uh, uh, working for, uh, for the government and this and that. And I had to fill in a form. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they were asking for the religion, and that I made a note. This question is illegally, mm. uh, because according to the decision of the Supreme Administrative Court, you can't ask those questions in because Germany. Your religion okay, yeah. is a private matter. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a yeah. point. Yeah. And then the president of the court he ordered me to come, and I was told, and was asked if I want to have a queue in front of my name mm. instead of Dr. Linda. <laughs> okay. So, and the clue is for querulant, yeah. yeah. I don't know the English words, it's very different. I looked it up once, one, yeah, one day. Yeah, I don't but, know, but the, yeah. the Danish-German word querulant is, is, uh, is uh, really... It's very, word. very <laughs> yeah. the same. Yeah. 
uh, and I changed nothing and it, nothing happened but this was my only experience I had um, that I was no more a member of the church in Germany and coming back to, to here when why I started with a good friend of mine the so-called Friends of Richard Dawkins Association um, uh, Peter Sand who is a little bit younger than me and I and our wives we were, had often talks about this and that and we were shocked about the influence of churches in South Africa yeah, yeah. you were used to something else yeah, yeah. yeah. I must say um, a lot of our good South African friends they prayed mm. before we started having lunch or having having dinner yeah yeah and we have all been always very um, polite. We well, we didn't pray with them, but we didn't disturb it. But we mm. often had discussions uh, after that. Yeah. And uh, this was quite interesting. And um, um, I have made the experience they really do not want to to think about religion. They just believe it. Yeah. yeah. It's they not they don't have a critical. Um, access to, to religion. Yeah? Yeah, so they, if, just, they don't want to debate, discuss, yeah, don't it, want to discuss, okay. it, discuss it. When I was asked with them, I can't understand when God is good and almighty and he knows everything. Why do we have wars? Yeah. Yeah. Why do we have all the bad things in the world? Why do we have a devil? If I would be God, there would be no devil, I would have killed him. Yeah. 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 And, and it was very interesting to discuss all those things. And uh, at the end, um, Peter Sand and I started 2010 um, after we had read the book from Richard Dawkins, The God Illusion, mm. uh, to say, let's start something. I, I'm living in, in a little part of the uh, city of Cape Town, and we just advertised uh, it in a local um, free delivered newspaper, and we got a guy from the UC University of Cape Town. They had in those days the young students, atheist group. Mm. And he was supposed to speak about evolution. Yeah. Mm. And we, were, we found a place, uh, one of the little rooms in one of the restaurants. It's always difficult to get a nice room for 10 people. Mm. And we could not believe that 30 people had shown up. Yeah. So the room yeah. was too small. The room was too small. Yeah. People were standing. Yeah. 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 So this were the first standing ovations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, this was uh, how it started. Mm. And from that on, 2010, we started to have regular talks about a lot of things. Mm. Um, the second one was uh, one with Jacques Rousseau. I know Jacques Rousseau, from you met him yourself, yes. Yeah. A life without God, godlessly happy. Mm. Yeah. And um, with other professors and, and speakers. And we are doing this regularly on a regular basis now since 2010 that we have about two or three talks mm. um, in the year. And maybe two or three times we are watching YouTube, one of those um, YouTubes. For example, when Dawkins was talking, um, what I'm just looking up with Lennox. Yeah. Dawkins was a long, the God Illusion debate. Yeah? Mm. And um, you find that we find quite interesting videos mm, nowadays yeah. and this is also part of what, what we are doing mm. and we started three years ago to have a solstice oh, party yeah. in December mm. 
with a wine tasting and with a with our local um, yeah. chapters also have yeah, the yeah, solstice yeah. celebrations. Yeah. Yeah. So this is quite interesting, <laughs> and I think we're the only ones doing it in in, yeah. in, in, in Cape Town. Yeah. yeah. And the newest thing we have started now, or we'll start with, is now in in March with uh, book kind of book club reading, and so people can. So there are some people interested to really talk about and have got time, and not only public meetings where 60, 80 people are sitting there and some people have problems to talk when there are so many. So we started now this project and our first meeting will be end of March. Okay. And we are going to read uh, from Stephen Hawkins a chapter of his uh, last book. I think, I think the title is is there a god uh, similar similar yeah. to that? Yeah. Okay. So this is what we are doing. We have got about 100 people who get our emails, and as I mentioned before, it depends on the topic. But the most people we ever had were about 100. Yeah. Mm. People had to stand. Yeah. So, and we don't advertise. We just mentioned in the local newspaper yeah. and uh, what's on, and what we also did about two or three years ago, uh, probably you know that as well. In London, they had the buses. Mm. Um, I've forgotten what the title was of the bus. Uh, is there, be happy there are no God, or there's no God, similar to that. Yeah. yeah. And we wanted to publish it in the local newspaper. Mm. And first of all, they were saying, no, we don't publish it. And then they denied to publish it. Yes, yeah. but, but. The point was that my co-organizer, Rudolf, um, well, I was happy about it because then we could do something, mm. saying there, this is not freedom of press and this is oppression. Mm. But Rudolf was saying, let's talk to them. And he got uh, emails and uh, material from London that it was officially um, consented. So, mm. it, so at the end, they said, well, we do publish it. Yeah. But there were some letters to the editor complaining that yeah. they have been publishing yeah. um, advertising uh, like this. <laughs> so there's also one of our experiences. Yeah. And I think we're doing this this year again. Okay. So it's already very expensive and we don't have membership fees. So we always have to go for donations. Yeah. And uh, But I think we do it again because okay. it's a provocation a little bit yeah. as well. And then people maybe start to create a discussion. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's a part. Why don't you uh, charge membership fees? Well, because we had, we don't want to have it too formally. Oh, okay. Then we need a treasurer, yeah. Yeah. and then we need uh, yearly yearly AGMs and yeah. this and that. We are just doing it okay. uh, out of interest. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And um, we, where we are meeting, we have got a bar, mm. so we bring our own wines with us, and we sell the wine for twenty rand a glass. Yeah. So we make a little profit oh, okay. at the end. It's yeah. it's like this. But it's interesting to hear that you didn't get involved before you moved here and yeah. experienced how much religion influenced yeah. everyday life. I yeah. find that interesting. Well, I must say, um, at the I've got two daughters. Yeah. At the schools where they were, there was never a discussion about okay. crosses on the walls. Mm. In the province of Hessen, mm. this was stopped. There was a decision of the Constitutional Court in Germany a long, long time ago. Yeah. Because the barbarians, they were very strict, having crosses all over even the courts, uh, which was declared illegal. Yeah. Yeah. 
because we have got bringing it, it back. In yeah, yeah, yes, Bavaria. they brought it back. Yeah, yeah they brought it back. Yeah, before the, yeah you can't believe it. Then. No, no, no. <laughs> Even the churches were complaining, saying mm. this is not this is only politics. Yeah. yeah, it was just before the previous mm. um, provincial elections they yes, brought exactly. it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. Um, in Germany, as I said, I had only had the experience when I defeated in the forum, but the rest mm. of my life I was not, not at all in, involved in, yeah. in that. Um, and here, it was just an idea. And I must say, uh, this was also an approach to meet people who are thinking different. Yeah. Yeah? If you come uh, live in a country like here, you meet people, but it's difficult to make new friends. And it's difficult to make new friends who are thinking more liber liberal. Yeah. And in so far, we also tried to uh, meet other South Africans, which mm -hmm. are not church dependent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So to create a community yeah, yes, for yes, people. Yes. Yeah. And um, at the beginning, as I mentioned, we also started with social meetings. Mm. Where small groups, eight, nine, we sit together, had a glass of wine, yeah. mostly bad, more than... <laughs> <laughs> one glass of wine and it was a nice nice community and we have got still friends from from those days yeah. uh, from the beginning and as i said especially when you come new in the country and you look for a equally minded uh, mm. people it's not easy no. yeah. Yeah. especially when you come from secular societies yeah. like many are in europe right? uh, it's difficult because the communities here are then religious yeah yeah and um the other thing is that here, um, I was for some time a member in Rotary in Somerset West, which is mm. the little place where I'm, town, part of the Cape Town where I'm staying. And there was a rule, no political caste and no religion. The same <laughs> in other places. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's not up for debate. It's, it's not up for debate. And the family, they don't, you should not discuss. Or you have got a, you are invited to lunch or for dinner, you mm. should not discuss about politics or religion because then fighting starts. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I must say we had the experience that some of the elderly um, who were coming to our um, talks were saying this is the first time in their lives they really could confess mm. that they are atheists. Yeah. And there are people from which the family even until now does not know that because, their fathers yeah. or husbands or opas are uh, non-believers. Yeah. Because it's not something you want to say out loud. It's yeah. yeah. Okay. I think they're just discriminated. Yeah. Mm. The yeah. people are looking... Look, well, if you say you're an atheist or you're a non-believer or you criticize the church, yeah, how can you do that? Yeah? Mm. Uh, God is there and um, Jesus, sometimes when you drive outside, there are big signs on the road. Yeah? The people are painting on, on rocks. Yeah, mm. Jesus comes is coming soon. Yeah, uh, I never have seen such. Uh, <laughs> and you have the rocks. advantage that you are retired. Yeah, so, yeah. do you yeah. think it can have an influence on on people's everyday life and work life? Um, what, I, what we know, or what I know, is we had a guy talking to us who started um, a law case against um, schools. Mm. And his two daughters, they had problems in the schools because they knew that the, her father was active okay. in the movement it's called Oh God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, they, had, they put pressure on, on, the, on the two girls. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think uh, this was the result of a discussion we had one day as well. That um, a lot of parents say we ask our children to say nothing yeah. Yeah, because they could be oppressed. Okay. That they could be 
treat it differently. Yeah. yeah. So it's still a problem. Yeah. yeah. This South African society is really a very religious society. Yeah. yeah. So they, but they don't. If if you, they don't care if you believe in something else. If you're Catholic or Protestant, that's good. And that's yeah. okay. But yeah. if you're an unbeliever, yeah. you will be discriminated. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's. The, it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is an experience I never had experienced in in Germany because. Yeah. Uh, uh, we are much more liberal orientated yeah. in, in Europe, I think. But I think the, one of the reasons here is that the church, were, were in the time of apartheid, was a refugee place mm. for people who wanted to be not pro-government. Yeah. 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 And they had churches only for colored people, churches only for black people. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. this was a way that the communities could work outside the white privileges yeah. uh, okay. and uh, yeah. they help each yeah. other a lot yeah. as well yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if I don't know if you know that really all the big churches in South Africa they had churches or chapels also separated yeah, yeah. yeah. you can't believe it nowadays no, yeah. no not yeah. nowadays yeah. but it, you it can't was believe like it. that it yeah. was definitely it was yeah. like that yeah and um, as I said this was a place to go to speak to to, to, to even for secret meetings, yeah. So the church was helping a lot, and uh, like uh, Nelson Mandela, he was on a religious school, Fort 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 Hare, I think it's called, yeah. where he was educated. Yeah. yeah. So without the church, we would never have Nelson Mandela. No, exactly. Yeah. And so far, the church had also uh, good influence. Yeah. Not those churches who were not not supporting uh, uh, the apartheid systems. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay. I was curious about the name Forza. Forza, Friends of Richard Dawkins, Dawkins Association. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see, the reason is, um, with my friend Peter Sand, the guy we started uh, the group, we had a discussion because he was proposing, let's talk as atheist and agnostic society. Mm. And I was saying, if we do this, the chances that people are coming to our talks mm. yeah, is much less. Yeah. yeah. Because then you are print marked as being atheist or an agnostic, yeah. and with friends of Richard Dawkins, yeah, uh, number one, a lot of people didn't didn't know about who Dawkins is, and, and number two, it's um, always an excuse to say we were just there's a quite interesting talk, yeah, Let, let's go there, yeah, and then. No, no, nobody can blame you that you go to an atheist uh, meeting. Yeah. Uh, I think this was the reason. Yeah, yeah. and um, we had a discussion two or three years ago to change our name yeah. in agnostic and um, atheist society. But the majority was saying we should keep the name. Yeah, because it the word atheist is still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about uh, also agnostic? If you call yourself agnostic, yeah, but is agnostic is someone who doesn't know what what what, what he <laughs> believes. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, we, but, yeah. <laughs> but but we have in our group two or three Christians mm. who are very critical to the church. Okay. They are, they don't go to church. Yeah. They are, they believe in Jesus Christ, but they are very critical about uh, what the churches are doing okay. as an organization. Yeah. 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 So we are not only one-sided. Yeah. No. And um, why? Sometimes it's very interesting to have um, people talking to us who uh, are strong believers. Then you learn how to argue against mm. them, and, um, and so far we had minimum in the last eight nine years minimum three or four um, 
people talking to us who were fundamentalist mm. Christians. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we learned a lot how they are arguing. Yeah. yeah, and you should always, it's better to discuss with people of different opinions. Yeah. Also, yeah. And not just talking to yourself. Yeah. And <laughs> um, Yeah, you are right. And I must say, when we had a topic like this, more people were coming than another uh, events yeah. okay. because they were interested yeah. about those way of discussions. Mm. We even invited uh, Liman of the Muslim um, uh, church in, in, in Cape Town, but uh, two or three days before the event he had to cancel <laughs> because he was asked from his community not to come, not to speak to us. Yeah. The, the topic was jihad, because yeah. Yeah. we were saying jihad means we have to fight uh, the non-believers, and we are also non-believers. Yeah. What are the Muslims doing with us mm. one day? Or could, yeah. could do with us yeah. one day? Yeah. Yeah. It was a very interesting topic, wasn't mm. it? Yeah. Yeah. And, he said, and he was saying, well, this is such a delicate uh, topic, uh, I'm not allowed to speak about it. Yeah. Oh. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, interesting topic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah we try our best. <laughs> <laughs> and what about the, the young generation? Well, uh, to be honest, until three years ago, we have been overaged. I think 70 was their rich age. And we were thinking one day we are dying out. Yeah. So uh, the Forda organization would one day would be no more. Mm. Um, and then we started to think, what, how can we reach the young people? And now we are on Facebook yeah. as well. And this had changed. We have now, when we have got, let's say, 80 uh, people coming there are about 10 which are much younger mm -hmm. yeah okay yeah they even come from cape town yeah i think we are the only ones who are uh, having so many talks as we are offering at the moment and i think i mentioned it before that i i'm sure we are the largest uh, non-believer association in, in in south africa yeah uh, and um, i try to contact other groups via facebook or internet it's they mostly they are only changing opinions, mm. chatting okay. in the net, yeah, yeah. but they don't present uh, any any talks. And we also were discussing that we should try to uh, have a meeting of all those groups to find a solution to to create a big organization. But there was no interest at all. That would be a good solution yeah, yeah. because yeah. it's a big country also, and if there are some that are active in Joburg and in yeah. Cape Town. Yeah. Uh, it could be idea just to be one. Yeah, it should be only one organization. Yeah. Um, but I think what's missing here is is a professor or a well-known person mm. who, of, who, who officially acknowledges he is an atheist or a non-believer or agnostic or yeah. a, doesn't matter which uh, word we are using. Yeah. Uh, so we can follow him. Yeah. yeah. There's nobody available. There's nobody. Yeah. Yeah. That is a, that is a big problem. Yeah. That is a really yeah, you big could problem. be a bit jealous about the Humanist UK, who uh, has a lot of famous people yes, that I know. are active. Yes. Yeah, that is a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, that's we, we started now, about a month ago, a contact to the um, um, Stellenbosch University, which is just around the corner from where we are in, in Somerset West. And we were told there is a group um, and the faculty, the Christian faculty, was very interested. Mm. Yeah to talk with us yeah. because the young professors are thinking more differentiated yeah. 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 and when someone is claiming until today that the Bible is 
God's word, and everybody knows that it was, let's say, the New Testament was written 100 more years after Jesus Christ passed away, and there are different authors, uh, and you can now you can follow up exactly who was writing this and that, yeah, and they still are not critical, yeah. Yeah. It's it's it's. I think the young the young generation is going to change all things. Okay. I think it's similar in Europe as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because I think. I th there's, there's a difference. The new generations uh, are more open and more secular. Yeah. Have you seen? Have you been here for 15 years? Have you seen changes? Say it again. You have been in South Africa for 15 years. Yeah. Have you seen changes in the society related to religion? Not really. Not really. Not really. Okay. So as far as I know, they start to talk about evolution only. When the kids are already 16 or 17 years old, can you imagine that? And before that, we have got they start with school prayers, yeah. uh, and uh, even it's not legal. When um, we have got a lot of schools, and they advertise even that they uh, are propagating Christian belief and they are Christian, mm -hmm. Christian orientated. Yeah, uh, in, in, in so far, uh, things are not 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 changing. Not changing is the best, to be honest. Yeah. You need to change your educational yeah, system. Yeah. We have to do that. Yeah. And uh, even um, they started some years ago to start to tell, talk to the kids about having sex and all the problems. Yeah. Mm. Then you, you get the parents' associations, yeah. which start to complain, yeah. saying when you talk about them, they start doing it with 12 years and this like that. So everybody knows. Yeah, they are doing it anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's this is also one of those things in South Africa, okay. which is very shocking if you come from European uh, background. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, it's really, it's yeah. really different. Yeah. yeah, very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. but um, thank you. So okay. Nice talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I'm producing this podcast at my own expense. This means I'll be forever grateful for any donations through turner.dk. If you want to be a sponsor of the podcast, please contact me. Thank you for listening. You'll also find Babelfish on Facebook. You can find me on my blog and on Instagram. Follow the links in the episode description. Until next time, be a happy human. <laughs>